Now, Podcast One brings you Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Welcome to Spike's Car Radio on a very special Porsche 992 edition. <laughs> what is that? You made a monkey noise. Yes, that's exciting. Zuckerman's here. Special. I know. This is exciting, right? <laughs> Let me just say how this episode came about. It, it really starts with you, Zuckerman. You got that beautiful Aventurine Green 992, and you were over the moon about it. A moment later, I think, because Jerry, he's on the other side of the uh, country, he feels a little left out. He's decided, I'm going to get one, and he bought a, a, an Aventurine Green C4S, right? Right. And... You were over the moon about this car, and he uh, damned it with faint praise. And yes. I and I said what to you, and you in said, the text thread, and you said, "Oh my God, faint praise means he hates it. It's, <laughs> it's like he's been, we fed him cold lima beans." <laughs> yes, and, and you said, "I'll be more direct. Uh, I'm going to ask him to just tell the truth." And what did he write? I don't remember. He wrote it's, it was it was it was it was character challenge. It was character challenge. Which of course I'm for now him. going back to the text yes, there. Hold it on. Was... This is so funny. Did you like this uh, magazine cover that someone sent me? <laughs> How will Seinfeld end it? And he's with, in that weird ass cut. Yes, a very poncy kind of an No, outfit. he's on the cover of Satellite Direct magazine. <laughs> <laughs> a long defunct I publication. Can't, I can't imagine he posed for that. I can't imagine. For satellite direct anyway, where, where's the 992? Wow, this, this goes back. We've talked. We, we talk really... a lot about cars. Okay, there's there's his car. I'm looking at that and his awkward picture. We really got to teach him how to take a good picture. Um, you would think. You would think. Gifted, given his no, career. he knows how to frame a shot. Obviously. Yes. What is that about? Why won't he? can't he take... connect it to his phone. I don't know. We'll bring it up. Um, okay, you said don't pull any punches. Be brutal. I can handle feeling guilty for encouraging you to purchase this car. <laughs> and he laughed. Um, he wanted us to give it some time, which is what I thought, too. Um, then it goes down. Yeah, well, I don't see that on there. Where did he write that? It was before that, before that comment. Oh, okay. Go up a few comments. Oh, here it is. Tremendous capability, a little character challenged. But, like me, and I think you, we haven't really driven plain 911s for a long, long time. Well, we're making him have, giving him excuses for his – he, you know, there is, a, there is an aspect. Uh, how do I say this the right way? Sometimes he can be a little bit like uh, little Lord Fauntleroy. Right. You know, if it's not exactly <laughs> perfect, if it's well, not – Well, that's what we all demand. Yes. In any case, I said immediately, let's come on the show, and I would love to hear you guys debate this back and forth. He said, absolutely. He's going to be on in a minute. We're going to call him up. He comes on uh, in about five minutes. Actually, and you're going to be the arbiter. And you, you said, all right, I'm leaving for Mexico. Why don't you take my 992, and why don't you drive it for a weekend? And yes, I'm going to – I don't know if I'm so much the judge yes, uh, as the mediator. I don't know that this is actually going to be a real debate about this car. I think this is going to be uh, a conversation. I really do. I mean, because you're not over the moon about every par aspect no, of this car. No, you know, not at all. I, I did experience it over the course of two or three days. Across the only thing I didn't do is put it on a track, but but I did drive it. And you know, Jerry is like kind of the king of. Uh, he's he's been around for a lot of these cycles. You know, they're in nature. Every five to seven years, you know, the cicadas hatch, <laughs> the cicadas hatch. <laughs> and we get a new 911. <laughs> Do you remember those? So he's, he's been through these over and over again, and uh, I, I really want to hear what he has to say about it. 
Go ahead. What were you going to say? Uh, okay, cicadas. This is a tangent. I remember all those TV shows in the 70s, TV movies. The cicadas were going to destroy the country. Killer bees yes. were going to destroy the country. I that. Ants were going to destroy the yes. country. These were the things we were afraid of in the 70s. They're so... Small. It's almost charming. What I, our every time were. I set foot in the water, it was the Bermuda Triangle. I was afraid of. <laughs> what about piranhas? Remember <laughs> yeah, those? piranhas too. Absolutely. Yeah. No, killer bees had me looking over my shoulder. They were coming backyard. up from Mexico, and they were yeah. going to attack us. You would be running, and you would be stung thousands of times and die a horrible yeah. death. And it never happened. No, well, it happened to a few people. <laughs> there, there are people who have died from the killer bees. Yes, those unlucky souls. There's always the three guys. I apologize to you listeners if you've lost a loved one to killer bees. But anyway, look, before Jerry comes on, let's talk about uh, Crown of Caliber, Zuckerman. You know Crown of Caliber. You, have a, you have a Crown of Caliber yes, watch, right? We mm-hmm. all have Crown of Caliber watch. They, uh, they want to make a point. This is their biggest point, that they buy and sell watches. They've been in business since 2013. Since then, not even a long time. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Established 2013. But they've, you know, jumped up to be one of the biggest watch sellers in the United States. The old watch shop. They have Rolexes, Breitling, Omega, Tag Hors, Patek Philippe's, a huge selection of 3,000 Plus watches from 40 of the top luxury brands, risk-free, free shipping, free returns. When I get that box every month... I love opening it up and slicing with the razor, the little tape, and lifting it, and then getting that inner compartment and that little velvety smooth orange watch holder they have. It gets sexy on me. And they put the little plastic over the glass, Zuckerman. They take, they know I want this thing perfect, and it comes perfect. If you guys are in the market, and you probably are, or you ladies, for a gift this year that's a watched, they sell pre-owned. They sell them inexpensively. There are deals on that site all the time. If you want a break and you're my listener, use Radio 150. Radio 150 for $150 off any purchase, $2,000 or more. It's a one-time <laughs> use. That's my personal custom promo code. And I believe uh, this is the last week that they are uh, that you can enter to win an Omega Speedmaster Professional Moonwatch. That's right. All you have to do is go to Crown and Caliber slash Spike, com slash Spike, and enter. That's just free. And look, everybody needs an Omega Speedmaster, right? Don't go to the moon. Go to Crown and Caliber. <laughs> there you go, Zuckerman. That's it. <laughs> he tossed in his own little. Do you have a jingle to go along with that, Zuckerman? <laughs> do, 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 do. Going to the moon. Going to Crown like and Caliber. Like Jimmy Durante. That sounded like, don't go to the moon. Go to Crown and Caliber. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get Jerry Seinfeld on the phone. Mr. Seinfeld. Yo, dude. You have nope. uh, you have Mr. Zuckerman and Mr. Ferriston here. How are you this morning? Ah, uh, laddies. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. That's uh, a pleasure. We could not be Although more. I'm a little. I, I think I am. I, I know we're going to have a nine nine two breakdown here, right? Yes. I'm a little uh, under uh, informed because I've only had one uh, forty five minute drive in it. Okay, well, no, that you, we will predicate all your comments on that. Try not to talk over. Sorry. What was that? You know, when you get in a car for the first time, you just freak out. Yes. Mr. Zuckerman, uh, you... he flipped out, and he, but he loved it. His flip was a, a love flip. Did you the not have that? You got in it, really? Yes. First drive. Wow. What did you? What was your first thought when you got in it? You, the first thing you thought is, "Wow, it's big in here, right?" All right. 
here's you have to understand my baseline is that I'm going to hate this car. I've been prepared right. to hate this car for two years. I've been prepared to like nothing about this car, and so that's a really good starting point. To, to yeah. that's a, that's yeah. a good departure point. And when I got in the car, yes, it is big. And one of the things I did notice was that the seat is now probably an inch to an inch and a half <clears throat> wider. It's a big seat, yeah. and that's pretty good yeah. for my fat ass. Um, so <laughs> right, I can't as, – right. as, on the one hand, I can say, you know, this is a big seat. On the other hand, I can say, well, but it fits – it fits, you know, it's, my ass fits this saddle. Yes. It's, it's really, you know, old-time 911 guys uh, love being able to open the passenger door or mm-hmm. roll down the window with your with your right arm you know that's just one of the old 911 things and now it's like a regular car where you got to kind of really throw yourself over the console and reach to get to the other side here's a point that you in that regard remember in the 997 when they first put that little sport chrono clock on the dashboard on the top of the dash and in the first version it was three positions you could easily reach up and move it to three different positions. No longer does that thing move. Also, you would wow. never you would never be able to reach it now, Jerry. That's something that I knew if you thought about that, uh, that would drive you crazy. One of the few uh, Wendelin Wiedeking suggestions that has survived uh, his, uh, his passing on. Demise. That was his idea to put that little stopwatch up there. Yeah. That makes the car. <laughs> it does. Yeah. yeah, I liked it when it stopped moving. I didn't want that thing to move. Well, but really, th- you didn't like the three positions. I uh, no, I well, didn't care they? for it because I never use that thing anyway. But it's, it's kind nice. of pointless. It's it's a it's a pretty thing. I liked it when it when it became functional and it started moving. But before then, the 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 clock itself moved, but it didn't do anything unless <laughs> you did a lap time. And then it, now it was telling yeah. time, and it looked cool, and it, it had a function. Right. What about you know? Let's just talk about how you approach this car, Jerry. Like it, it, what I find interesting about a new car and a new nine eleven and that little freak out and that anxiety about something new is all the little moments that you notice from the second you see those new door handles on the outside of the new 992 you know that it it feels completely different from the moment you touch the car what was your yes. what did it feel like to you cuz Zuckerman you said the doors felt heavy i thought the door handles were were very, very much awkward. like a tesla did you enjoy even just getting into the car I like the I like the sculpture of the handle. I do not like the handle coming out to greet me uh, because that makes me feel old and infirmed. Right. <laughs> so I don't like that. But I have a feeling they're going to make those little tweaks when we get into the GT cars. I, I don't think they're going to let that. Ha- but the handle itself is a very nicely sculpted form. I thought and. I, and uh, has a has a dense quality to it that I like, and I also, you know, everybody was uh, uh, trashing the the um, the sideburn trimmer uh, transmission shift, the nub, the stubby nub. Yeah, and I like that. I think it fits the tone of the car. This car I should agree. I, I think they did a gorgeous job on the stick, which for the manual, I think it looks great. But I would not want this car with a manual. What, what do you think, Steve? I Well, in this car, I agree 100%, particularly 
this kind of base car, this Carrera S, which is, which yeah. as Spike has pointed out, we, you and I don't normally get cars like a, a, a Carrera S right. or a 4S. I do have experience in the 991.2 Carrera S. Um, I've driven one of those. And, I, and in comparison, I think this is a great leap forward as a car. And they've got the way that this is set up in this Carrera S, a, a stick would really detract from the usability and, and, the, and the pleasure of what this car is about. Yeah, and I, you know, yeah. and you know why? Because when here's what I notice right away when you get in this car, the connectivity is incredible. Now you have wireless CarPlay, and it was instantly right. talking. Yes. I found the controls, and I drive, drive a lot of new cars. I found the controls so intuitive on this one, more intuitive than anything new that I've driven this year. And, I, you know, I'm right. getting press cars every week. Whatever I wanted to do, I started playing around with the controls. and It was yes. all easy to figure out. I was really impressed because Porsche is not really strong on that point. And then when you look at the interior, you see that this is a whole new look. What is gorgeous. The instrument panel is, is digital now, but still you've got that center yeah. instrument. It, it is gorgeous, but it also works. And the stubby nub works. is more about I, – I don't like the stubby nub. I think it's I, – I, I would have rather had a button. But I understand that. But they. But I think that's. What do you want there? What do you want there? <laughs> here, here, you want here. that big thing sticking up? That big stupid A phallic. <laughs> no, I. Phallic I thing for what? You're not using it. I understand. Right. It have to be so big. I understand. I do use that, and I do use that in the old GT. But I understand that they need now. You need a view to what's behind it, and that's why it was right. reduced to a stubby nub. I just right. think. <laughs> Just bite the bullet and give us the McLaren buttons, and we'll be fine with that. They could have just given us the button because the stubby nub is odd. It's a half. It's a halfy. Uh, It's a half baked idea, in my opinion. I disagree. I like to touch. I love a knurled. Yes. Knurled. Knurled. I love knurled. Yes. It reminds you that it it is a link to the past, where it's where cars were more tactile. I don't yeah. like necessarily pushing buttons. So the the nub I gives agree. you something nice to touch. It has yeah. its very simple function for drive and reverse. And then the nub nudges <laughs> you to use the paddles if you're going to be sporty. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's easy. It's just odd. It's it's odd. Uh, you know, overall, it's though. Not, it's just new. It's not fair to call it odd because it's new. Yeah, I, I'm going to stick with odd. I like it. I understand the functionality of it, but I still feel like it's that. Remember you on Comedians in Cars, you said you were flicking a very fragile potato chip switch and it just broke off. I think about that every time I use the stubby nub. I go, oh, this is, I could break the stubby nub like a potato chip like Jerry did on that car. <laughs> that poor old guy. <laughs> with working turn signals. Seven! <laughs> that was great. Um, oh, God, that was horrible. So these cars, you know, I, I'll just say, look, you know, I, I borrowed Zuckerman's, and I used it on a day where I had to cart my family around to a bunch of different things, and we were all in that car, and that was really intoxicating. <laughs> I mean, I lost my right, mind that right. this could be something that I'm putting everybody in, 
And, you know, right. it's not so, it's a Carrera S. It's not so over the top that Erica flips out. It's 443 horsepower. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, you turn that little dial to get the extra power when you want it and when you don't. It's right. just a normal right. little car. And then it's got, the kids mm-hmm. love the little turbo blast button, which is what, 20 seconds of boost, boost which is fun. Um, the The color... As you guys have seen on Instagram, is blowing people's minds. It's a venturing green. I mean, it, it could not be more popular. Did you guys do that on purpose with these cars? Or? We both got the same color. Well, I had the very first venturing green 993 that was given to me by former PCNA head Fred Schwab, Schwab. back in the 1993 when I was just really uh, going off the deep end. With these things, and uh, I did some kind of a show for them, and he he promised me the first nine nine three, and I got it in that color. So I thought it was cool that they brought that color back, and I feel a certain of a pride in that color. Yeah, so we both got the same color and, and love it. They wow. told me at the dealer that whenever they have that color, it flies out of the showroom. <clears throat> it's like a granite green metallic, right? Yeah. Or an oak yes. green metallic. Yeah, it's in that, that zone. Yes. Right. Do you do you think yes. it's the same color as your nine nine three color? Uh, a little lighter, maybe maybe a tone lighter. Mm. The, my green was a little darker, but I don't know. Uh, what do you think about the um, the the retro touches? I think the tack is brilliant with that little silver rim, uh, yeah. center. Circle that that was genius to do that. That's a real seventies thing. What do, what do you think about the uh, uh, the reveal in the front lid to look like an old nine eleven? Trying too hard? No, I liked it. I you know I, yeah. I think that the things that that are trying too hard to me are that are the rear grill where you know you've got yeah. nine nine fins on either side of the two upright lights, so it's nine eleven. It looks to, like RoboCop yeah. helmet. Yeah. I mean, that's trying too hard. Give me a break. Um, I, no, I like that. The, I, I find the lower valence of, of, of my biggest issue is the black plastic lower valence mm-hmm. it, it doesn't have that kind of uh, you know and, and we obviously uh, hold these cars to a ridiculously high <laughs> standard you know you go back to the old gt3s and it's, 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 there's a perfection to every mm-hmm. panel that they're not but I, and i've heard that the uh, the next versions are are very different and and better because they're always better the big question to me on this car is the size. Yeah. I mean, the chassis is phenomenal. The responsiveness is amazing. The steering is amazing. <clears throat> it's just, I just feel a little chubby. I just feel like I'm... <laughs> well, you've seen it. I mean, you've seen these things side-by-side side evolve and get that way. The length is 178 inches. <clears throat> Width is 73 inches. Height is 50. Curb weight. 3,400 pounds. It's undeniable. You know, it just gets bigger and bigger. You can't deny that you don't know where your your right side is. You don't know where the front right is. You don't know where the the, the rear right side is. And and that was always the beauty of a 911 was to know where all four corners of the car were at all times. That's gone. Yeah. Well, I think it's fantastic for us guys that have all these old 911s, those values are going to continue to be strong because if you want a little 911, you got to get an old one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. So that's, 
that's good for us guys that have uh, those cars. I have more imaginary money now. <laughs> you just made me feel good. <laughs> I would say, you know, compare this, Jerry, because I think you've been a lo- around longer for uh, more, many more 9-11 cycles than Zuckerman and I have. How would you well, compare this as the, you know, as a new 9-11 compared to 964s, 993s, or 996s, or 997s? It, it, it's a 993 change. When the 993 replaced the 964, it was like they really took a clean sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. And that this is a clean sheet of paper, and you have to let them uh, develop it, you know. But it, it is a tremendous start in terms of the performance of the car. It's just so slick, so quick, so fast, and so easy to handle. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's really great. It's going to be interesting to see what a turbo or a turbo S is compared to this car. Yeah, they they in <clears throat> in car driver they tested it and, uh, and it was three seconds is zero to sixty. Zero to hundred wow. seventy seven point two seconds. That's amazing. Those are pretty hardcore wow. stats. Yes. for the Carrera yeah. S. Yes, right. Where? How much faster can we go <laughs> <laughs> before we have shearing in our brains? Joel Newton wants to know, is it good enough to uh, daily drive over a GT3, do you guys think? Of course. I can't think well, of a better. Yeah, obviously. This car, I can't think of a better daily driver. I mean, it's really an amazing uh, car. Um, yeah, yeah. Somebody- what, Spike, what do you think about the door handles coming up to greet you? Um, I thought they were a little off. I like that they're flush. I just thought they were a little too electronic for me. I don't know. I, I like analog mm-hmm. stuff when I open a door. Right. But, you know. Right. Jerry, did you feel the heaviness of the door? Did that strike you too? No, I didn't. I forgot to notice that. I only got in at one time, and I was in the showroom with the guy. Wow. Yeah. It's a heavy door. Yeah. It reminds me of an American car from the 70s. <clears throat> I think what we're all right. feeling, though, is it's just not a GT car. We're well, used to these lightened deals. <laughs> take a look. Next time you look at the car, you got to look how long that door is. The door is incredibly right. long now. Twice yeah, the size yeah. of an early 911 door. Yeah. Yeah, what's it going to be like when they get the weight out of these things? A GT2 version of this is just it's hard to imagine. Yeah. No, I know. Do you know Howard Stern did 30 minutes on the Toto toilet this morning? <laughs> right on the drive-in. I turned on Howard Stern. He was like, a uh, caller said, can I, can I just tell you how much I love my Toto toilets? Well, let's talk Toto toilets. And I was like, boy, this is great. I sat in the parking garage for a little while just to listen to a little more of it. He has his whole methods, just like you have your methods. <laughs> if your listeners yeah. don't know what we're talking about, we all went to see Jerry play in Vegas, and they, they redid his floor of Caesar's Palace that they give him. And there were these amazing electronic toilets that just, I don't know, it, it changed all of our lives, all of us who had not experienced them yet. Um, Speaking of a door handle that comes up to meet you, this is the the defecation version of that. Are there there going to be other cars uh, before the end of the year, Mr. Seinfeld, you're Mm. thinking about buying? I mean, you guys get a little itchy this time of year, you know? You start seeing how well you did this year, and you start. I, don't, I think the next car will be the Turbo S, don't you think? That usually is what they come out with next. I just meant they anything don't like that to they have no turbos. Anything you have your eye on, it's not necessarily a nine nine two. He's getting a speedster, oh. isn't he? 
I, I'm my my focus is the speedster. Yes. Which uh, I don't know what happened with that car, but apparently the heritage package they ran out of them quick, and and a lot of people that were told they were getting them uh, are not going to be getting mm-hmm. them. And yep. They're cranky. Yep. And uh, I also heard that forty percent of the speedsters are going to have the heritage package, which to me is like, well, then I don't want it. If, Forty uh, percent of people are going to have it, right? But I do think it's a cool look. I love that white fenders and the silver front lid. I thought that was a great look. I think they're just eager. But I went with just the blue car. Hmm. Yeah. What Which, about you, Zuckerman? Z, what do you think about the Speedster? I, I think it's going to be a, a, an iconic car. Absolutely. He has two halves of two different <laughs> Speedsters. <laughs> I have divided. I have one whole Speedster and two divided interests. Um, <clears throat> I, I did get a text from somebody who was complaining that he had early on special ordered his car with a green exterior, a brown interior, and they called him up and said... The Ascot Brown. Yes. I got they, that same one. And what is it, he doing? Is he rolling us all? Wait a second. He, he wants to know. Him, they said to him, yes. They said, yeah, oh, so, uh, yes. Yeah, do I LP, go with a heritage? Yeah. They couldn't get him the right steering wheel. They said they were out of brown steering wheel, so F you, you can't have a brown interior. And uh, what should I do? What should I do? <laughs> I said, get a black interior. Keep the green. Yeah, keep the green. You right. said the same yes, thing. Yes, of course. <laughs> you know, just it's, it's, it, this happens all the time. I, I would just imagine the production window is closing and they want to get these 992s out. And, you know, it's not like the old factory videos where they show somebody sewing on the leather to the steering wheel. It's, it's hard to believe right. they would run out of brown steering wheels and they just couldn't whip up a few more. Um Whatever. Uh, Green with brown is a, is a little too re- release the hounds for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's your answer. <laughs> yeah. You've been spared. Release the hounds. <laughs> there's a lucky accident there, Mr. Burns. Yes. I always like to release the kraken. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is fun. You're uh, you're headed out here this weekend yes. to hang with us. We're going to see yeah. you Sunday. Excellent. This yeah, show Sunday, will... we're driving Sunday. All right, yes. what are we driving? What are we driving? Yes. Let's yeah, talk... what are we driving? How about... I, I might I might break out the life yes. bow. The what? The, the, light... <laughs> the life bow. The, the 964. 964 Turbo. <clears throat> yes, that right. is an absolute must. Well, that's yeah. going to be excellent. And you're, uh, and you're coming back from Vegas. You're doing another Vegas performance. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, we will see you Sunday. Appreciate you calling in. Zuckerman and I, after the break, I'm going to drive down to Marina Del Rey, where I am picking up the new Taycan, which I have for seven hours. Seven. Wow. Are you interested in that car, Jerry? That's another episode. What? Well, well, I'm going to pick Zuckerman up in this show. I'm going to pick Zuckerman up, and uh, I'm going to drive it, and then I'm going to get in the passenger seat. He's going to drive it, and I'm going to interview him while we drive it. He's going to hector me. He's always (laughs) miserable when I'm driving his car. (laughs) That is is a can't-wait episode. And that's happening today? That's happening in this show, and it's happening today. I'm leaving this oh, booth. So exciting. Yeah, it's. Uh, are you All before right, before you go? You are you, wait, that. hold on. Are you excited yeah. about the Taycan? Are you going to get one? No, 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 <laughs> not yet. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I not until I hear from you. Okay, good. I, I have to. I hear the sound that they engineered. It's pretty cool. From what from what I've heard on the videos, that sound looks pretty cool. 
Um, I, I think I'll wait till they develop it a little more. I don't, I don't want to be uh, uh, the first to jump on, on that car. Um, I'm really, I'm, I'm, my whole focus is the Speedster, in which I ordered a body color inlay shift pattern on top of the shift knob, Ooh. which was a Cat very Wiggins. <laughs> Cat Bob. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Full Cat Bob. Full Cat Bob yeah, mode. Full Cat Bob. And will you... Yeah, I got the dash painted in body color. Really? Speedster and the summer of 2020 is my entire focus now. Wow. I can't think about anything else. That's fantastic. Are you going to Zorzi yeah. it? Are you going to tell them to deliver it with everything on it? All the wrapping? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the wrapping. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, appreciate you calling in. Um, okay, guys. There's your 992 show, everybody. When we return, you'll have me and Zuckerman in the new Porsche Taycan after this. How do you know your motor oil is good enough to protect your engine? Well, you don't, but one brand does because they've literally gone the extra mile to test everything. I'm talking about our friends at Valvoline. Hi, Valvoline. That's right. Valvoline is the only motor oil brand in the world with an engine lab completely dedicated to testing motor oil. They take their products and their competitors, I might add, and run them through the gauntlet. I'm talking thousands of miles. And then their engineers and technicians take those engines apart piece by piece to evaluate exactly what happened. Carbon buildup? How did the seals hold up? Did the engine perform like it was supposed to? And most importantly, were the critical engine components protected? So when Valvoline is formulating motor oil for your engine, they know exactly how it performs and what protects it best because they've seen the results firsthand. It's why I trust Valvoline in my car, and I do, and it's why Valvoline is trusted for more than over 150 years. Head on over to Valvoline.com forward slash spike to see what product is right for your engine. Valvoline.com forward slash spike. You're listening to Spike's Car Radio. All right, here we are. Uh, we are in the Taycan Turbo S. I just came to pick up Zuckerman. I drove out to Marina Del Rey, Zuckerman, right after we spoke with Jerry, and I picked up the Taycan Turbo S, drove it back from Marina Del Rey here to Beverly Hills. I have a lot to report on this car, but here's the headline. I love this thing, and I can't wait for you to drive it. And you and I are going to drive it down to your hangar, um, down close to the 405 there, and you can give your report as we go, and I'll give mine. But um, just sitting in the car, Zuckerman, what are you noticing? What well, are you seeing? it's very exciting. It's very space age to me. Uh, there's, there's none of the stuff that we associate with an internal combustion vehicle. Have I've, you driven an electric car before? I've never driven an electric car. I feel like I'm in a spaceship, and, and I feel very disconcerted. Wow. You know what the first thing that I noticed about the car? What? In speaking about the 992 this morning, look. Look what they have right up here on the dash. A knurl, a nub. A stubby nub. But, <laughs> Vertically or horizontally mounted. It's sticking straight out towards you, this nub. I like this nub. This nub I like. In uh, that position, I like. I don't, because I can't see it. I didn't even know it was there. It's right behind the steering wheel. You'll get used to it. Here's what. Here's the headline of this car. They figured out how to keep the Porsche in an electric vehicle. Uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to determine if that's in fact a true All statement. Right, well, it's getting hot in the car. Here, so I'm let me take the mic. You start us up. You push that button in the left same spot as a normal porsche except it's a button and look at that it springs to life you're gonna have to close the window there so we don't have a lot of air noise this is a slow window why is this thing so slow there, he's okay. saying the window's so slow okay. it's already complaining i'm already complaining plus i want to rev to to reassure myself that this thing is on and of course revving doesn't do no, a damn thing instrument panel 
Okay, it says it's ready. This tells me yeah, that it's me ready. Mic, give me the I'm microphone. I'm going to... Backing up is not all that exciting, but look at that. Wow. Okay. Right? Okay. This I like. Okay, now I'm having fun already. I am already liking this now. I am not... You're just in the normal drive mode right now. Yes. Right? There's a little manatino, a little bu- a little knob. Um, shall I... Look at the Glitter 8. Look at that girl. She's yes, this, she's... Subaru BRZ. And she... A license plate that says Glitter 8 and then a sequined license plate frame. And now she's looking like... People just get out of my way. I am in the future. You are in the past. I'm, the future is going past the past. Get out of my way, Glitter. Do a whole show. All right. Put two hands on the wheel. Stop. I don't, I don't want you to smash this. <laughs> you almost hit a telephone pole. No all right, okay. but Porsche is so excited that we're driving the car, Zuckerman. You know, there was a 200-mile rally that I couldn't meet, couldn't be on. I was invited on it, but suddenly everything changed because you and I were talking to Jerry about the 992. Calvin Kim from Porsche said, take the car, just drive on your own. You and Zuckerman can take it for a drive and and just do your thing. So here we are. It feels like a Porsche. It feels proper. What are these people doing in the alley, oh, for good. the love of God? We're going to catch a lot of Zuckerman road rage. We're still in an alleyway, by the We're way. We're in an alley, and these people are using the alley impermissibly. This is not what you're using. An alley is not your fucking construction zone, <laughs> motherfuckers. Get out of my fucking way. Oh, boy. Zuckerman, <laughs> Zuckerman is hot. No, this is, how, okay, this is why it's so painful for me to drive in L.A., because I feel assaulted by everyone else's stupidity. You know, this is a whole other podcast, me and you, the, the east, oh, east Side and West Side oh. Sheriffs. Yes. <laughs> Test driving cars, yelling in traffic for 40 minutes. I, this is a whole separate podcast. Okay, I just don't understand. The alley is for driving, not for constructing. Yes. Some somebody's yes. adjacent house. You know the Platinum not- Mot- Motorsports guys saw me pull up, and they they ran up to the car and they said, "How did you get this?" Really? <laughs> They'd never seen it. They they instantly fell in love. They've already made a little video while I was waiting for you to come out. I will tell the listeners right now, I'm very impressed. It feels like a Porsche, right? It does. And uh, the steering wheel feels right. The steering feels right. Uh, it's not. It's it's a big car. It's got weight and mass, but it's not as heavy as I thought it would be. And it's very You're responsive. You have it into a Sport Plus. I have mode. it in Sport. Are you ready? No, it's Sport. Okay. Sport Plus. Holy shit! Oh my god! <laughs> you popped it into individual mode. I don't know what I Go popped. Sport I just popped it into full bone. <laughs> okay. That was fast. Right? It's terrifying. <laughs> Where you feel the weight of the, of an electric car is trying to break the mass as yes. you're as yes. you've gone really fast. It, it but did you see the giant rotors and the giant brakes? It's I did. Okay, here brakes. we're gonna do it again. Whoa! Holy shit! <laughs> This is by far the fastest, one of the fastest cars. I think this is this is faster than a GT2 RS. Yes, I it's just accelerating faster. It certainly feels like it. I just gave myself whiplash. Yeah, and not just yourself. <laughs> Look, what I'm trying to accomplish is to get your the top of your brain to slide off the base. It is uh, comparable to ludicrous mode, except it doesn't have a dumb name like the Tesla stuff has. And don't you see my point now? How 
Tesla, which is a fine car, is now kind of a Prius when right. it comes to what's. I have. Do you know what I mean? Right. I have a sports car. I've never driven a Tesla. I have ridden one. I was totally unimpressed. Did not like it. I am enjoying this very fresh experience very much. This makes me excited for the future instead of terrified um, for what we might lose. Yeah, exactly. You and I have an experience that maybe the younger listeners don't have. We have PTSD from what happened after 1973. And up until 73, cars were cool. They were getting faster. They were getting more powerful. And just as we were getting to drive, we were driving in the doldrums of car, of, of car design and car performance. What are the, by the way, what are the laws when it comes to a guy holding a microphone and driving a car? You think I give a fuck? <laughs> Do you think I care? I oh my God. you can't text and drive, but can you, you're podcasting and driving right I, now. I, w- I would pray for some for some dummy to pull me over and, and tell don't me. speak about our law enforcement okay. like that. I would, okay. For, I would love for Sheriff Fife uh, to, to pull me over. Is that, was that his name? Ferriston. And what? And, and, what? and what tell me. What would you say to this officer? Now explain exactly what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> tell me exactly what I'm doing wrong. I holding. say distracted driving. You've got a really? microphone in your hand. Okay. Yeah. And really? You're, you're broadcasting, kind of. Okay. Okay. okay, and I see. And then you smell all that weed around us. It's not coming from inside my car. <laughs> That's worse. All right. Now I'm driving. You drive, put two hands on the wheel. What was his name? T- Barney Fife? Barney Fife. That's right. Um, I like the instrument panel here. It's like one of those curved uh, television sets there. I love how the information lays out. I, when I first sat down in this sucker, man, I just felt like this This is a nice car. I feel, again, they figured out the ergonomics. The instrument cluster reminds me of a 944. Really? What? This instrument pod oh. is 944-ish. Yeah, to, uh, Google, look it up right now. The shape. But and it's the, the way- shape of a curved glass. If anything, it looks like the rear window of a Dino. Like a Ferrari 246 well, GTS. I, I look see, at that! Look at that instrument panel. You see that? You know that. I like how you're pointing about? with my microphone. I can't talk because you're using it. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I like this. Now I have two microphones. This is the way I. Should and do if you job. ever eat lunch with Ferrison, he'll. I point. can just pull it away when I want to, just like that. He's going to point with his fork. Now he's pointing with my microphone. I point with my fork. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Hey, hey, Zuckerman, with the fork. I do that with my cigar too. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Um, well, um, it didn't have wireless CarPlay, but the connectivity worked just fine. The, uh, the the AC and all that stuff is all all fine. It's got the great, you know, the one thing we didn't talk about in the 992 that this car has as well is that center cup holder on two, the 992. The two of them. It has two of them, but the one on the uh, 992 is sweet perfection. I mean, the way it fits my coffee cup in the morning. I Every morning, Zuckerman, as you know, I have my little Keurig machine. And I make my own coffee, right? I don't. I, I don't have the best taste in coffee. I like regular McDonald's coffee, and that co- it fits the cup perfectly, and it's right where your hand wants and, to reach. For and it. there's one. This is because it's one. a driver's car. Yes. It is not a driver and passenger car. I love that. that was, I love that too. That was one of my favorite aspects of the car. It made me love the 992. And here, it's got two of those, which I understand. This is a, a four-passenger. Okay, sedan. are you ready? For what? For takeoff. No, don't do that right here. Somebody's going to... 
I don't want you stop your belly aching. Stop your whining. <laughs> well, I've seen. You know, you're right. They're, the people on this side of town. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Yes, he's not not breaking speed limits here at all. <laughs> it handles. It it handles. Right, right. It. I do not. It's a little disconcerting how it breaks because of the weight because of, the, of weight. the car. I'll tell you Is where it, that comes in handy, though, because I live in a neighborhood that has a problem with speed bumps. Oh, yeah, you would just I have flatten ten, them. 10 up and 10 down, and you just zip right over them. You know, just it handles it because of that weight. It kind of reminded me of the uh, 365 GTC4 Ferrari that also handled that well. Yeah. You know, nice long wheelbase, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of weight isn't necessarily bad. As in the future, as these cars weigh less, they are going to be ever increasingly better and better. Because yes. I like this mode. I, I'm I'm am stunned that I like this mode of acceleration, this mode of engine. Um, I am a big motorhead and a big gearhead. This is fantastic. I just annihilated the rest of traffic and then glided. Up the right lane. I Up the right lane, but that handled so well gliding from the far right lane. It's a nice experience. And then don't you like not polluting? Like for me, having something like this during the week when it's the mindless driving of meetings and you're not contributing to the air pollution here, which is getting worse again. It feels right, right? Mm, I don't know. Uh, I won't commit. I'll let you be that far into the future. I am, because our air quality is getting worse, not better right now here in L.A. And I care about that stuff. We are really annihilating the bumpy road. You don't even feel it. it. It handles truly like a Porsche, but it's eating... Porsche. Porsche. Okay. It's eating the road like an old Cadillac used to eat the bumps. Yeah. Um, so you... A new destination. What the fuck do you have on there? I hate this. <laughs> now it's talking? Okay. For some reason, it uh, it turned on there. But let's see what it does. It asked us where we want to go, which we weren't asking it a question. Did you bump the button there? I didn't touch One anything. Moment, please. Your request is still being processed. <laughs> Why? We all love that. Yeah. <laughs> the instantaneous reaction of the car's nav. One moment. I'm sorry. Please wait. Now we'll use our iPhone. Thank you. The seat is really comfortable. It's a it's a seat that has enough mass to be matching the mass of this car. It is a, it's like a Burgermeister's, like an industrialist right? massive seat and car. You know, the same the same way you could feel in like a 60s Benz, um, feeling like you are a successful industrialist right. sitting in that car. You kind of get the same feeling in like, this seat. Look out the front. Don't you like the look of the front fenders? You, the, you look right out the windshield. It looks cool, right? Yes, very much. Great, great greenhouse. This is car is a very big surprise, and I think a lot of people have said it. There you go. You're shooting me back in my seat. It is so fast. Time. That is so intoxicating. There you go, Zuckerman. Price point? This is... 
Yeah, what this I, is the future of the Ford. This is, right? and I and I appreciate. Remember, in the say, you drive an eighties, you drive an eighties nine eleven, and you say, "This is." You, you, they're working on the future, and they're giving you an imperfect future as they're developing it with a turbo nine eleven. And I feel the same way about this car. They are letting us in on what the future is going to be as they right. are creating it and perfecting it. Right. And they've got so much of this right, but this actually makes me look forward to what they'll be able to do with this platform in 15 years when you're 70. Yeah. No, my only fear is what just happened with a few people I know during the fires, which is the electricity gets turned off, and there were four-hour lines at the charger for the, your Tesla. You couldn't get your car charged. Wow. Um, that is not... You know, do you think that you there's some sort of generator that will generate enough juice to charge one of these yeah, things? Gotta, I mean, if you're if you have the means, a Generac generator, diesel fuel generator in the backyard, as big as kind of a tractor trailer. That see that FedEx truck right there? They yes. make them as big as the back of that truck. <laughs> really? That's kind of what you need for your house out here. What do you call them? You a Generac go- is the company I, I like, but um, you know that's the only way you can kind of help yourself. Boy, you could really throw me back in my seat, right? And remember that movie Ronin, where they get the big car so that they can had this morning too much, where they can (laughs) they they want like the S8 and other large vehicles to bash the opposition out of the way. Yes, I want to see a movie where they're using this car to annihilate. The opposition. I'm so happy you like this because yes. you know you I'm the last sure per- you were going to like. No, it, right? I, I know I was going to hate it, but now I like it. Well, there you go. And here yeah. we are. We've arrived at uh, your hangar. This was a fantastic experience for me. This, um, it's not just the coffee; it's the excitement you're hearing wow. uh, that I really am digging. This, and now I'm going to press the park button. I and, think and I then, figured out that. And then turn it off. The little, you just hold the button for a second, for a moment, and the whole thing goes shuts down. Like you're powering off your telephone. And there you go. Wow. There's your Porsche Taycan test drive with the real Zuckerman. Um, I'm going to take this car out to Malibu right now and hoon it through the uh, hills. And we'll see you next week with Spike's Car Radio. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio. Download new episodes every Wednesday on the Podcast One app or subscribe now at Apple Podcasts or PodcastOne.com. You know, we all have a to-do list. There's lots of stuff on it. You've got to get your dry cleaning. You've got to get your milk. Here's an idea. Put safe hundreds of dollars on car insurance on your to-do list. And the good thing is you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to geico.com. In 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance, extra money in your pocket. It may be the most rewarding thing you do today.